Hi, everyone. My name is Florence Leung, and you're listening to The Cultural Marketer, a weekly podcast by Catalyst Agents. Each week, we share our observations and insights on consumer trends in different cultures around the world and discuss how you could incorporate these learnings for your business. I read this morning that a recent survey from the Washington Post and University of Maryland found that 67% of U.S. consumers aren't comfortable going into a retail clothing store. That could explain the hit to retail. The long lineups outside the store? That's due to the new social distancing measures, meaning stores have to operate at a significantly reduced capacity and is not really an indicator of a big wave of pent-up demand to spend money. Like we'd hope, The article posed an interesting question. How will this change bricks and mortar for the future? How will the fields of interior design, retail sales, and customer service delivery change? Today, we're going to take a look at how we think Japan's social distancing measures, an age-old Swedish company's business model, Amazon's scan-and-go grocery stores, and China's ultra-convenient package delivery services can be combined to design the physical store experiences of tomorrow. There are four things we think will change about retail. Number one, retail will become more showroom-like, with minimum service staff in an effort to reduce staff and customer interactions for safety purposes, and also to reduce operating expenses for retail businesses. If you can only operate at half the capacity, would you keep the same amount of staff? Most of the operating cost for a retail outlet is HR staffing and inventory. I have always thought that eventually retail would become like this for a few reasons, becoming more like a showroom. A key is, as I have already mentioned, that it reduces a business's operating budget. Not only is it a key expense, it's also an ongoing expense with HR. In order to survive, retailers will need to think and rethink its operating expenses and their day-to-day operational model. And this starts with refining the shopping experience. Linked to the idea that retail will use more showroom spaces, we also predict changes in consumer shopping behavior, leading to physical retail becoming more data-oriented. Shoppers will still want to feel the shopping experiences. Some shoppers will anyway. They want to touch the fabric to interact with the product before they buy, but they might not want to carry it around for the rest of the day. The way I see it, eventually consumers will be able to visit a Nordstrom and walk around the showroom and scan and pay for items and not even have to pick up a shopping bag. Here's what we're seeing in China right now. They have package delivery services down to a science, where your package arrives within the hour. Forget same-day delivery, it's same hour now. Online shopping profiles, much like on Amazon and other e-commerce sites, already have your shipping and payment info, so you don't need to input it again. So the technology is already there. We're just saying that now we can use it for physical stores to streamline that experience and minimize the staff and customer interactions for safety purposes. While some of you might be thinking, what if I need the item immediately? I really need to wear that shirt or that dress or those earrings right now. 
or those consumers who value being able to carry around a brand's shopping bag for a positive brand association, well, how do we address these concerns? We aren't saying businesses will carry zero inventory in store. We are saying they can optimize for this new operating model. Businesses will have data to support what percentage of inventory to reduce and make adjustments according to that. So instead of keeping 100 items of a product in inventory, they now only need to keep, say, 20 as they gather more consumer purchasing behavior data to further refine these inventory numbers. This means that they could theoretically decrease the space they dedicate to inventory in the store by, say, 80%. Inventory is the other driver of retail store costs, carrying stock. The other business benefit of having retail spaces that are more tech-oriented, as users are scanning to find out more about an item or to buy an item as they're roaming around the showroom, businesses can see which items are being scanned and purchased and which ones are being scanned and not purchased. You tell me, what could you do with that data? What if one item continually gets scans, but the conversion rate in store is only 10%? Your marketing and sales team will be alerted to find out the reason why. Before this, before implementing a concept like this in a physical retail space, you wouldn't know if an item was being considered and not purchased. So this adds considerable value to optimizing the physical shopping experience as well with more data. When we describe showroom experiences where consumers can roam around and scan to buy items, this technology and model is already here. It's just a matter of going faster and getting broader implementation. Technology can already let people scan items with their phones to add to cart and pay for them like the Amazon Go grocery stores, which advocates no lines, no checkouts, no registers. You never need to line up to pay. You can scan to go into the store using the Amazon Go app, put away your phone, and simply start shopping, just putting things into your bag. Everything you pick up is added to your virtual cart. Everything you put back is taken out of your virtual cart. At the end of your shopping experience, you simply walk out. So you can go in and shop without ever having to wait in line to pay. The difference is we think it could be further integrated one step ahead with delivery services so the shopper doesn't even need to carry the items to go around to their next stop or if you're meeting up with someone else for dinner or another social activity. The only carrying you'll have to do is from your concierge to the elevator to your home. We are always moving towards making experiences more convenient with technology, with new social distancing measures, which encourages reducing physical interactions. This adds another reason to revisit implementing this type of retail experiences more broadly and faster. Finally, in addition to minimizing physical interactions between staff and shoppers, streamlining the shopping process, getting things delivered, if we look to Japan and see how they are dealing with social distancing measures, we can get ideas for the space flow in a retail shop. Restaurants in Japan are having diners all face the same direction for dine-in experiences. This is to ensure airflow is in one direction. I'm not a scientist, so I can't tell you the reason why, but I can share how this could change retail experiences. 
This is also something that is encouraged in, say, Canadian guidelines, to use single-direction passageways and to avoid traveling in both directions through a doorway. In North America, we are implementing a two-meter social distancing measure, but it's still not the most effective customer flow within a retail store because when you let people into a store, it's still a kamikaze free-for-all with shoppers roaming around in all directions once they get in. So it seems like single-direction customer flow would be the answer. Do you have any ideas which company I'm thinking of? That has been using this retail experience design since the beginning of time, or so it seems. Well, the answer is IKEA. When you go into the store, the arrows and the walkways are designed to ensure you go through every part of the store, picking up all the things you need and more things that you didn't know that you needed before arriving at checkout. This model can increase impulse buy. Again, think back to that succulent plant. The extra cups, even that stuffed animal your kids said they must have, on your way to the cashier at IKEA. So this bumps up per transaction sales numbers and deals with the health-related concerns of social distancing and using single-direction passageways to keep shoppers safe and traffic flow efficient for businesses. So if we put it all together, what would this new retail experience look like? Shoppers would be able to enter the store from one entrance, follow pathways in a singular direction while observing the two-meter distancing rule. They can scan to find out more about items or to buy the items as they proceed through the store without having to pick the products up. But they can still see it. They could feel it if they choose to touch the products or pick them up. And then they exit the store using a separate door and continue shopping. Elsewhere, without having to carry the bags around throughout the day, which is especially convenient if you are shopping in Asia, where restaurants are usually tighter on space, the tables are even smaller, and finding an additional chair to place your bags would most likely be out of question. The package then arrives at your concierge within the hour, and you can pick up when you get home to unbox or open your new items. I love the convenience. How about you? Thanks for joining us this week on the Cultural Marketer. Was this week's cultural marketing insight helpful? Have questions, suggestions, or ideas to share? Email us at info@catalystagents.com. We look forward to hearing from you.